Hello, everybody, and welcome to Part of Me Podcast, created and hosted by me, Jamie Reynolds, where I will be providing techniques and guidance on starting, maintaining, and measuring your plan to fulfill those desired goals in your life. If you are ready to start achieving your goals, join me every Sunday and stay tuned to the end of this episode. Make sure you visit my webpage for free printables. Now, let's get to work. Welcome back. Welcome back. Welcome, welcome back. How are we feeling going into this week? We are one week closer to the new year. This is it's so crazy because every year when I get into the month of December, I always say, dang, that year went by so fast. We're already about to enter into the next year. And in the part of me needing an extra push episode, I address a common, I don't want to say issue, but a common feels, <laughs> lack of better terms, that happens at the end of the year. And it just feels like I did not have enough time. You know that a little bit of, it's like a rush kind of feeling. It's, I don't know if it's like you hit an epiphany when you you realize you're about to jump into the next year and you start having like this whole flashback moment, if you will, of everything you did this year. And it's either one of those things where it's like, dang, I did a lot this year. Like that's, that's pretty dope. I did so much. What does next year have in store for me? Or it's the, did I do enough this year? You know, um, I didn't hit some of the goals that I wanted to hit. Or it's the, I didn't do anything this year. What's going on? 2024 has to be the above and beyond. And while it's great motivation tactics, but it's also very overwhelmingly scary, um, leaning more towards the overwhelming part, because when you are exiting out of a year and you're doing this whole flashback moment, you're trying to determine if this year was successful and you kind of do it like a quantity kind of standpoint, how many goals did I hit? Or how big were the goals that I hit? And then you just kind of have this moment of, was it enough, right? And then you try to put your foot on the gas going into the new year. And then you get into a space of, oh my goodness, this is too much. And then the procrastination starts happening. Before diving into this week's episode topic, I just want to give you a reminder of, we are closing out the year 2023. And if you are listening to this years down the line, it's perfectly fine. This advice is still applicable, but it's okay. The end of the year does not signify the end of a goal. If you had goals set forth or you had planned for this year and you were unable to get to them or you were unable to complete them in this year, carry it over. There's no rule that says that if you do not have it done by the end of this year, the year the, the goal is done. Just just toss it away. This is why when we do that smart model, that smart tool, the whole smart objectives, that whole realistic standpoint and timing or timely standpoint is so significant because it's bringing realism to your situation. It's bringing realism to the goal and the, you know, the perspective you're putting into play on how long the goal should take or when it should be done. When you sit down, you actually do that. You're you're taking the thoughts in your head and you're putting it on paper and you have to kind of rationalize with it a little bit. Like, is this realistic? Am I just kind of throwing numbers around? You know, is this realistic for me? So I say all that and to say that the end of the year 
It is okay to use that as a benchmark to see how much you have gotten done in comparison to the beginning of the year or mid parts of the year or where you are within your goal. But please do not use the end of the year as a sign for you or or something in, in correlations of a signal for you to say, stop the goal it's done, let's not proceed forward. Now diving into this week's episode topic, which is part of me in my growth season. This is gonna be pretty candid and I'm actually gonna use my my personal life as an example when it comes into this because the growth season is pretty, it's pretty hard, it can be pretty tough. I believe there are three parts to the growth season. It's kind of like a story, the beginning, the middle, and the end. And the beginning part is the building part of the growth season. The middle part is that sustaining part of the growth season. And the tail end of the part is the closing of the growth season. And each part within the growth season requires a different level of time and investment. When you are in the building part of your growth season, you are investing a lot more time and energy into whatever you are trying to get accomplished. This is because you're doing some type of outlining, brainstorming, you are doing some type of inventory in your resources. There's a lot more. You're literally gathering everything right now. You're li- you're literally building it up. You're determining what are the plans for this? What are the processes? What does it look like? You are literally starting the growing part of the process. If we were to compare this to anything, like think about how a plant grows, right? So it starts out as a seed and then it sprouts and then it starts as a little seedling And then it goes into being an adult plant. And when you look at it from a caring standpoint of a plant, right, before you even put the seed into the ground, there's some type of preparation that has to happen to the soil. You have to ensure that whatever spot you're putting the plant in is in an ecosystem to where it can actually grow and thrive based on what the plant's needs are, right? And so that's like that building stage, the the stage, the preparation stage before you even get into the whole sustaining of it. In your growth season, this may be your hardest season because you're trying to figure out what works, what doesn't work. You can be looking at scheduling. You can be looking at finances. You could be looking at location. It really depends if it's like personal or business, right? But in this part of a season, you have to figure out what's going to work, what is actually working. Like you're just kind of experimenting with things until you find your groove. This time encompasses a number of emotions and depending on how you are, at least for me, I am excited, I am nervous, I am happy, I am frustrated, and it's really all depending upon what I am focusing my attention on that particular day. My husband and I have gone through numerous numerous growth seasons. Um, Most of the time they are transpiring at two different times, but just recently his and I's growth season are happening simultaneously. And oh my goodness, when I say that it is so challenging, it's because as we're trying to find our groove, we have to figure out what groove works for both of us because we're both in our growth season, right? So we have to determine a schedule that is sustainable for both individuals to have the ability to put time into what they're trying to grow and establish, but then also being responsible for your day-to-day activities and life still goes on, right? So that's the building part. Now, going on to the sustaining part, which is like that middle area, that part may, and this is for some people, that part may be a little bit more 
calmer and cooler, you're still putting in that hard work because by this point, you're generating something, right? You are generating an outcome towards whatever you're working, you know, to, to build and to grow. So you have something established by this point, but you have a system in place and you know what works. You have already gone through your trial and errors to figure out, okay, this is fine. This isn't fine. All right, this is this is a little bit more challenging and difficult, right? You have already gone through those stages. So this one where it's like you may be calmer along the lines of your routine and your schedule, but it could be a pickup or impact in somewhere else. Again, depending if it's business or if it's personal, it may be impacting somewhere else or a little bit more um, stringent somewhere else. If I was to give an example from a business standpoint, this may be the part of your business or the time of your business where you are generating sales or as say, for example, if you're in school, this may be the time when you're in school and you're kind of in the middle of that semester. Or if it's talking about your personal life, this may be the time where you have determined the appropriate day-to-day schedule for you and your family how everything flows, how everything works. It's kind of like that well oil machine is kind of is kind of happening, but it is happening on a cycle and essentially it's the frequency is there. For our my husband and I in this particular moment, we are still within that building phase. I'm I'm definitely heavily in the building component of it all. He is like kind of migrating over into that sustaining point of where it comes to the these stages of your growth season. Now, when you are coming to a close of your growth season, I feel like this is in comparison to like retirement, right? You're putting everything into the proper place so it can still manage without the extra energy that you have to put into it for it to flow. Like you're you're in a space where it's like everything is going good. You might, if we're talking about business, you might have a team on board where you're now delegating tasks to different people. When you're talking about your personal life, it may be where that other individual's um, season is just a little bit more at a at a flatter state. It's not as as excited or exciting as it was, or, you know what I mean? You know what I mean? It's, it's just a lower level of movement that's happening. So, you know, you're able to kind of, again, delegate and move things around to where it's not so much on you. If you're in school, this can be where you're coming to the end of your semester and everything's kind of dying down. It's kind of wrapping up. So the closing part is one of those things where it's like a bittersweet moment because you have to shift your mindset out of that space where you are no longer in that I have to sustain it. So I have to be heavily involved kind of space. But then you're also shifting into that space of like, I can kind of just breathe for a moment. And it's one of those like those bittersweet moments when you come into it. And it really depends on how crazy active your sustainability season was. Some people really appreciate their closing of their growth season. Look, when I was in school master's program, when I did my final class, I was happy that chapter was over. There's nothing I miss (laughs) about the work and about the, the, it was just a lot, right? So depending on what it means to you and the value it has for you and really just how it orchestrated throughout the the capacity of when you were doing it, you may be really excited for this closing part and your closing part of your growth season. It's going to look different. 
depending on what it was and how uh, much of an impact you had when it came to the uh, sustainability part. The reason I gave a breakdown for each stage of the growth season is because there is a harsh reality to all three. And the commonality is your behavior, okay, your personality, not the dominant parts of your personality, but we talked about this within the um, color test personality episode. The reason I say your personality is because certain events in your life, and I talk about this all within the episode, but certain events in your life can influence certain behaviors, right? So I think the better word to say is your behavior is probably going to have some level of impact. And this can be hard for some people, right? Because the things you used to do before entering into your growth season may slightly or drastically change. And it really all depends on, again, how your personality is and how you choose to approach your growth season. Everyone's not going to understand it. Everyone is not going to accept it. Uh, And you may lose some... friends, associates, however you apply individuals into your life, you may lose some of that for either a period of time or, hey, depending on how you look at it, you may feel as though I might have to cut you off, right? But those things may happen and it's because when you are in your growth season and the other person is not in their growth season, it is going to be harder for them to digest the shift in your behavior. And you understand your shift in behaviors because you are trying to address everything that is going to take a toll on you as you are going through this growth season of yours. And because this individual or the other individual is not going through theirs, and so essentially they may have more time on their hands, um, or because their life was not interrupted um, or changed by something, their expectation is the day-to-day is gonna remain the same. I wanna tell you this, okay? Unapologetically enter into your growth season unapologetically sustain your growth season. And when you are ready, close it out. Your growth season should not be influenced by those outliers, okay? And and I say that, and and again, I'm not saying that you want to categorize certain people in your life as outliers, but essentially in the other components that your growth season should not be influenced by someone else not understanding it. Yes, I think it's very important to have those conversations. And I'm speaking from a relationship standpoint, because I do think there should be a level of agreement there, especially if responsibilities are going to change. But if that person understands that you're about to grow into your growth season, and you guys appropriately have the conversation, and you are in fact doing what needs to be done for your growth season to be successful, unapologetically keep doing it. Have those conversations, make sure all parties are aware, but unapologetically do it, okay? So that's how I am going to conclude this episode strong and heavy because I stand 10 toes down and when you're in your growth season, do what needs to be done because it's going to come into a close and growth seasons are literally in the form of periodic journeys, 
So depending on where you are in your business, you may have a growth season for a particular thing or where you are in your personal life or whatever, you may have a growth season for a particular thing, right? But it's gonna come to a close. So as always, I hope you have a wonderful, wonderful week. I hope the information in this episode was beneficial and helpful for you. Make sure you come back next week for another good topic. It's gonna stem from this topic. (laughs) Trust me, you are going to love it, but have a wonderful, wonderful day. And thank you so much for being part of me. Thank you.